you are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Thursday, August 8th, 2019, week 300. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Stesco. And this is Destiny Pizza, and it's time for America's Sweetheart, Mike. All right. Give me Do some you think f- I should make it special for the 300th week, or uh, should I just make it random? Uh, just pick one. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I hope so. I don't know. We'll this see person, if it's special. I'll be the judge of that, I guess. This person has appeared in five movies nominated for the Best Picture Academy Award. Five movies, Best the Picture? first two mm-hmm. winning consecutively. Ooh. That's pretty good. Hmm. Five movies, first two. Is it Lupita Nyong'o? No. She's already yeah, been I think we're done here already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. This person has worked with four directors who have won a Best Director Oscar. Do you know the director's names? Yes. What are the directors? Clint Eastwood. Okay. Oliver Stone. All right. Alejandro G. Inaritu. And Robert Redford. Hmm. Is it Bradley Cooper? No. One of the first jobs this person had was working in a bank. Hmm. Bank. Hmm. Gonna need another one. Okay, this person bank. is Mexican American. Their father is from Via Purificación in Jalisco. And their mother was from Characas in San Luis Potas, hmm. Potosi. I mean, that's a giveaway. That's a <laughs> of course, I know the. You know where everyone's fathers are, mothers of, are from. Of course, I try to keep a catalog. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna need another one. Okay, well, I need you to get it on this one because it's the last <laughs> fact this person has. Okay. A profile of this person revealed that for every film they are cast in, they ask the writers to include a reference to their character being Mexican-American at mm. some point. This person related that really? since they got, so, got to mainly play characters who are not stereotypes and cliches, but are smart, funny, and have good-slash-interesting jobs, they love the fact that mentioning their own heritage in that context will be a source of pride to Mexican-American fans who go mm. to their movies. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, there is one more fact. Oh, I'm going to need the new fact. This person <laughs> welcomed their first child, a boy named Roman, with their wife in September 2008. Hmm. Who could it be? Hmm. Hmm. I guess I could give you one more. I got nothing. Okay, this person, the five movies that they were that were nominated for Best Picture. Okay. That they were in. Okay, this should give it away. Yeah. Hopefully. Million Dollar Baby. Okay. Crash. Babel. American Hustle. And The Martian. Is it Michael Pena? It is Michael Pena. Michael Pena! Uh, he has a movie coming out this week. He does indeed. Like me some Michael Pena. Yeah. Sweet. How old is Michael Pena? 
I'm gonna go hell is he? Okay. Let's go with Hmm. He's been around a little while now. Um no, 41 years old. Very close. He's 43 years 43, old. 43, okay, okay. And how far off? tall is he? Uh, Wait, let me know if... Oh, yeah, I found it. Okay. Uh, 5'10"? No, that's the height of his Ant-Man co-star, Paul Rudd. Also the height of his, Anton, of his other Ant-Man co-star, Anthony Mackie. So he's got to be shorter, I assume, than Well, that. you're within three inches, so you want to go to? Yeah, give it to me. He's shorter, Five, right? seven. Okay, you're shorter. All right, five shorter than me. All right. He's also a Scientologist. You know that? I think I do that. Yeah, because yeah. I never forget to mention it whenever Michael Vanya is mentioned. I know. So I was like, I'm surprised you chose him because of that. I'm not a racist, Mike. That's nothing to do with race. Scientology is not a race-based thing. Racism can be religion. What? Racism can include religion. Like, discriminating against a religion is also considered racist. Really? I thought it would depend on the, the religion that's more encompassing of that race. Because I feel like Scientology is not really a race. Like, it's not... Like, Judaism, I get, because it's like... Oh, uh, wait, yeah, wait, hold up. But I feel like... Yeah, what is the definition of racism? I feel like that is, can't be racist against, like... Scientology, because it's like a lot of different types of people. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No way. Hmm. What? It's a shared answer. Oh, man. Maybe xenophobic is the word I'm looking for. Or strange. It's xenophobic, I would agree with. But uh, I think racist has more to do with. Uh... Or sectarianism. Yeah. Not a bigotry. It's the big, the big. Yeah, I'm not a bigot. Big, uh, big. Uh, I'm not a bigot against umbrella. psychologists. <laughs> I just think they're weird. Yeah, because racism, I guess, is superiority of one race over another. Oh, okay. It may also include prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against yeah, other people. Yeah, because then you have to kind of say non-scientologists are, are a race. And I don't think people say that. So. Or the belief that members of different races or ethnicity should be treated differently. Uh, modern variants of racism are often based in social perceptions of biological differences between people. Yeah. yeah, it's all um, it's a well, it's all it's all a made up thing anyway. <laughs> yeah, because race is a made up thing. So I guess it could be like if you define society around certain things, I guess it could be because it's all it's a it's a fake thing anyway. <laughs> but it says ethnicity is often used in a sense close to one traditionally attributed to race. The division of human groups based on qualities assumed to be essential or innate to that group. So, therefore, racism and racial discrimination are often used to describe discriminations on an ethnic or cultural basis. So, if I can say religion is cultural, like Scientology is a cultural belief. Yeah. I think I'm in the right. I think it makes sense because it's a fake thing. It's like... Um, it's a fake thing? It's oh, a construct. <laughs> no, it's a construct. It's not a... 
you can't quantify it. You can't like you can't fully define it because it's not real. Scientology is definitely not real. No, I'm saying like race isn't real. So, what is discrimination based on religion called? Mm. It's got a fancy name. Religionism. That's stupid. <laughs> it's not, not a fun term. I always just use racism as a blanket term for people who are even against religion. So you're telling me like Hitler would have been okay with like Israeli Jews? No, but he was against like a. Like handicapped people, that's not racist against handicapped no, people. No, well, he not... was racist because he believed that his race was superior. Yeah, but like, but if they were like gypsies, is that a race thing? I don't know. Yeah, like gypsies, gypsies are considered. Well, okay. his belief that his the Aryan belief. race was superior is what makes him racist. Yeah, but if it's against homosexuals, that's not a race. Yeah. Are you saying that Hitler wasn't a racist? <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like... <laughs> Hitler wasn't just hated, a racist. He wasn't just... That's what I'm saying. He yeah. wasn't just... He also hated other people. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, they're, they're fine. They don't fit into my category. It's like he'll just expand his category. Yeah. To exclude everyone except for like the ideal yeah. person in his mind. Exactly. Uh, but anyways, Michael Pena's not anyways, like that. No, he's, not at all. He's just a Scientologist. Yeah. But I, like, I like Michael Pena. We don't know what kind of Scientologist he is, though. Yeah. It brings me joy in the movies. I mean, you know, not saying much, but seems like an okay guy from what we know, which is very little. Which I heard Jason Lee is just like that, too. Mm-hmm. Another Scientologist. And Beck, I'm sure Beck is fine. Yeah. Just, just Tom Cruise. We just don't know <laughs> what some of these John people do. Yeah. Just those two. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Don't know. Famous ones, at least. Um, did we do the box office? Oh, yeah. What do you think is highest performance? That's a tough one because he is in a lot of big ones. Um, Let me see if he has one first. Okay. He better, or we're going to have to make one up off of what I remember. Um, yep. I'm going to have to go with. I'm going to go with Ant Man and the Wasp. Number two. Ooh. 216 million. Ooh. Going to go with. The Martian. Number one at 228 ah, million. Close. Yeah. And then I think Ant Man's three. Yep. Gonna go for number four. Oh. Uh, number four. I didn't know he was in this movie, honestly. <laughs> Actually, number four, number five, number six. I didn't know I see he was a, in this Is movie. it a cartoon? Nope. Oh. Did he not voice anything? Academy Award dominated movie. Oh, Crash? No. Oh. Crash you, you is in that movie. We talked number about. 14. Oh, wow. Um. That was like big debut, I think. Academy Award. I know he was the Martian wasn't nominated, wasn't it? Yeah, that count. Um, is there I think this movie was written was released after that fact. Gotcha. I didn't know he was. That's so a recent kind of ish. Um, I don't know. I can't. Oh no, it was before the Martian, so it wasn't that. Oh, fact. it was before American Hustle. Oh, he wasn't. That, I didn't see that movie. But yeah, then I, didn't the know, mule. I didn't know he was in that movie either. 
American Hustle than the Mule. See, I, that's what I was thinking Bradley Cooper because it was like Clint Eastwood. It was, uh, he said all those movies. Yeah. Like, well, that's Bradley Cooper. He's got a connection to a lot of these. Wait, Clint Eastwood. No, he didn't direct American Hustle. No, no, no. I said you said all the Oscar nominated directors he yeah. worked with, and he one of them was like who worked with Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper, and then he was in American Hustle. What movie was Bradley Cooper with in, with Clint Eastwood? Uh, Clint, uh, the American Sniper. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. So I was putting that's all that. crazy. He Clint Eastwood directed American Sniper. Yeah, yeah. That's craziness. Yeah. It's weird because sometimes I'm like Clint Eastwood just completely lost. <laughs> yeah. Does something like American Sniper, and you're yeah. like, wow. That's like he's he was he's younger always in the past, so he was younger than he is now. Yeah. But so like him doing it now would be when crazy. was it? Well, he directed the Mule. Yeah, that was recently. Yeah. And he's got to like, be done now, right? Directing. <laughs> I don't know. I saw a picture of him recently, and yeah, James Gunn. Huh. And I was like, where are they hanging out? Don't you know? No. Don't you know how that guy feels politically? James Gunn. No, Clint Eastwood. I know. I was saying, why is he hanging out yeah, with James that's Gunn? <laughs> don't get it. Because it's like James Gunn, and then I saw another picture of Carl Reiner talk hanging out chair. with you don't Alex. Clint yeah, talking to the chair. Okay. Carl Reiner was hanging out with Alex Trebek. And I'm like, don't you know how he feels about pol- like politically? Oh, Trebek is a Republican. Oh, or he's Canadian though. Right, staunch conservative. Huh. Didn't know that. I didn't know Robert Redford was liberal though, like famously liberal. Yeah, that's why he's the president of Watchmen. Yeah, I found that out after Watchmen. They're like, what if it wasn't a famous celebrity, but he was liberal? liberal. Like they always do that in. Uh, Popular media, they're like, whatever it is, uh, do the opposite. Like on yeah. West Wing, it was like, oh, Bush is president. Let's do a, a, a Democrat. Yeah. Um, time for this week in movies in the now. The art of racing in the rain. Um, what was his character's name in Hero? Heroes. I, was like, I can only think of his real name. Peter Petrelli. <laughs> Peter Petrelli. Yeah. He has a dog that can talk, but he can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> he can't hear it. It's like it's like that movie where that dog jumps. From like it's reincarnated in different dogs, and they killed and all Josh those dogs Gad. on set. Yeah, <laughs> and Josh Gad's like, I'm alive again. But like, it reminded me of that. But then it was like, it's just one dog. Do, isn't it weird to you that all these dog movies always have big dogs? What's yeah, up with that? yeah, they don't always big. Yeah, Good. I don't know. Because I thought dog, big dogs always lived shorter too. Maybe that's why, so they could die at the end. And, it can and you're like, like, oh, it makes sense. Oh, it's sad. Like, you can't, I don't think you can have a dog movie without the dogs dying. I, I like. know, especially because this movie is made by the same people who made Marley and Me. Yeah, so I feel like the dog dies at the end, and it's going to be sad. Yeah, it's about this guy who's like a race car driver, mm-hmm. and now he has a dog, and he falls in love with Amanda Seyfried, and, but it's all from the dog's point of view. Yeah. So he's like, what's going on? It's like, ooh, I like in the car. I like the top down in the convertible. I like this. And it's weird because he like trains his dog to drive. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was an Air Bud sequel when I first saw it because I was like, ooh, he's going to become a race car driver like Air Bud. But apparently in Mongolian legend, to get reincarnated into something, you have to prepare for it in your previous life. Mm. I don't think Josh Gad ever did that. But I think Milo Ventimiglia did. Is do- so he this dog uh, I read that in the Wikipedia oh. right here. Oh, there that somebody is gonna get reincarnated in this movie. Well, no, it says like um, there's a nineteen. He the guy who wrote the book. I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. 
Where was it? Oh, yeah. Enzo, who believes in the Mongolian legend that a dog who is prepared, mm. in parentheses, will be reincarnated in his next life Oh, that's as a why human. he's training him to be a driver. He's like, yeah. you're going to be a good driver. That's why I called you Enzo. Named after Ferrari, Enzo Ferrari. Yeah. So, so it is Ferrari. Air Bud, but like not in this life. Your next life. You'll be reincarnated as a human, a human driver. driver. So it's a get-rich-quick scheme, and then he's going to say, okay, you're going to die, and then you're going to become a human and then get me money. Uh, in like 50 years. Yeah. It's a long-term, Long long-term strategy. That's why he has, he's having a kid with the man of Siegfried, because he's like, oh, my kid's going to profit, because I'm not as good a race car driver as I could train you, to, the dog, to be. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, would, I would love if that was what was happening, but I don't know. Um, Brian Banks. Football player, true story. Mm-hmm. Not guilty. Um, Goes to jail. Yeah. To try to get him out, I guess. What was his name? Greg. Kin- Who's this guy? Not Greg Kinnear. Um, what's that actor's name? He was like the coach in uh, Invincible. I forget that guy's name, though. He's in a ton of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Greg Kinnear. It is Greg it is Kinnear. Kinnear, yeah. Yeah. Who's Lieutenant Dan? Uh he's the guy from ZSI New York. What's his name? Um What's his name? I don't know. Gary Sinise. There you go. Okay. Yeah, Brian Banks. Do you know the true story about that? No, I didn't I never heard this story before. No. I don't know. I guess he ends up being on a sports team or something. Oh maybe. But he's Hopefully. like old, I yeah. think. I think it's like invincible, but like better, okay, a better story. Oh, cool. Well, that's a good story. This guy got falsely accused of a crime and spent eleven years in jail wrongly. This guy had to be a bartender and <laughs> to deal with drunks. In <laughs> to deal with Philadelphia drunks. I mean, that's not hard. He had to date that's somebody in prison. <laughs> he had to date somebody who was a New York Giants fan. Come on, that's torture enough. Yeah. Jeez, it smells like privilege. <laughs> uh, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Live action Dora the Explorer. Yeah. Where she grows up, moves from the jungle to the city, urban jungle. Yeah. Very, very much like that Thornberry's movie, it feels like. Yeah. And also Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. But they go back to the jungle. Yeah. She has to because Swiper swipes <laughs> her parents or something. <laughs> how do they fit that into? I don't understand. That's the thing. Like, I don't understand the fox. The yeah, they haven't shown the fox. I'm like, how does this fox. Is there like a sentient fox going on? Because and know, like Boots is there. Boots is there, but he, Danny Tra- we don't hear Danny Trejo's voice in the trailer. So is are they like actually? There must be a second trailer that came out we never saw. Are we, they actually talking, or maybe there's a hallucinogenic scene where they're like tripping out and they're like, yeah, Boots, that's definitely whoa. what's happening in this kids movie. <laughs> Clearly, this PG movie has hallucinogenics going on. The kitchen. Um. Elizabeth Moss. Nope. Yes. 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 Um, Melissa McCarthy and um, Tiffany Haddish. Yes, they're like mob wives, and their husbands all go to jail, mm-hmm. and they take over. And they're like, "We can do this yeah. too, because we are strong women." That's a line from. And she's like, "You gotta teach me how to do this." Oh, wait, what? Like, I think she's like she says with a gun or something. She says that to somebody. I don't know. Um, based on DC Comics. And scary stories to tell in the dark. Mike, which movie? I know you're going to see that one. It's a very wordy title. Uh, Which movie would I see? I don't know. I don't think I want to see any of these movies, honestly. Scary stories to tell in the dark? Too scary? I think it's too scary. Based on like a kid's book. 
Yeah, I don't think that isn't the, is the movie rated R. It's got to be right. I think so. Yeah, Looks but it's like an adult. You liked Goosebumps? <laughs> I know, but they it wasn't scary. <laughs> this one looks pretty scary. Actually, yeah, it does, it really does scary. scary. Like those are ones like the ones that you got stuff crawling out of books. I mean, that's pretty scary. Scary in and of itself. Even the Harry Potter scenes where books are yelling at you, you're like, "What is happening? This is scary." Yeah. I don't know. It looks it looks scary to me. I could trailers are always scary though. Like you could give me like the well, that's you have to like go extreme, right? In the trailer, like they have to be funny. They yeah, have to be yeah. But I'm saying like at, like I guarantee like most like ninety percent of the trailers are scarier than the actual movies. Yeah, like but just like comedies, I'd say most that, comedy trailers true. are funnier than I know. But like that movie. Was, that's what stops me from watching a lot of scary like scary movies is the fact the trailer scares me, and I'm like. See, I always watch the movie to get over my fear of the trailer. That's probably smart. I just That's how I got into this whole genre of yeah. horror movies. Is because when I was a kid, I'd be scared of Freddy Krueger. So then I yeah. watched Nightmare on Elm Street when I was older. And during the Ring trailer, I would get mm-hmm. Nightmares from the Ring. Well, so then yeah, I had to watch the movie. Trailer. I, yeah. that, and then the others, that was the other scary oh, trailer. Oh my gosh. That movie's scary, though. The others, I didn't find it that scary. I find it freaky because like, it blew my mind. Like That was like some other That like Nicole Kidman's kids are the dead ones yeah that was like it just that's a shamalan-esque twist yeah he should have just quit, retired <laughs> after that he's like yeah. oh someone else nailed this whole thing yeah that blew my mind i was like what but you saw the that's incredible times. yeah that was a scary movie that movie still gives me nightmares yeah i don't know the girl under the bed the kid who throws up in the tent yeah there's a lot of scary parts but there's also like the hanging I don't people know. that's the other thing about scary movies. there's a lot of scary movies where it's only scary for like a little bit so. yeah and most of the movie is like, oh. It depends, because some of them are just like, you're, it's tense. Yeah, tense, yeah. The whole movie is just like, oh. Yeah. Tense. Yeah, so it's hard to... But then sometimes a scary movie follows you at home. Yeah, yeah. Like when and I you saw think about it after, the you're like, Gallows, whoa. And I was like, the yeah. drive home, I kept looking at my rear view, because I kept <laughs> looking for the guy to come <laughs> get me. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of different types. Yeah. But I don't know. Find out if this one's scary or not. I don't know. But I don't know what would you want to see the scary one? Yeah, probably. Art of Racing in the Rain. I don't want to cry. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder which ones are good. Other movies, I'll wait till they come out. Yeah. Um, time for some trailer talk. Mm-hmm. We saw a trailer called Little Monsters. Yeah, with Peter Nuango, Josh Gad, Josh Gad. It's like a teacher takes kids on a trip to a petting zoo, petting zoo, and then zombies attack, and it's like, like it's a comedy. Shama Dad. Yeah, it's like a comedy. Now, I don't like it when movies are like the zombie comedy you've been waiting for. Yeah, there's, I'm like, there's so many of them. What do you mean I've been waiting Zombieland. for? Zombieland. Yeah, it's like I saw Zombieland, I saw Shaun of the Dead. It's like, those two nailed it. Yeah, very similar, but... Like, there's been so many zombie movies in the last uh, 10 years, probably. Yeah. Can't get away from them. Yeah. It's like, I wonder if each creature has its time. Like, are we gonna be, ever going to get vampire movies? Is there going to be like, a, run, a run of them? Something they say Twilight just killed it. That may have been it. Like once you go into sparkly vampires, you're like, how can they be intimidating? Scary. Yeah, but maybe Van Helsing has maybe Blade will change things. Blade, um, Blood Rain. Yeah, yeah. I guess Underworld, like Underworld. Yeah. So they're there, but I guess I want more vampires that are. uh, They're always pretty sentient, though. Vampires. So I like like the sexy vampires. Like what? Like Twilight? <laughs> no, like like Dracula, or even in Van oh, Helsing, yeah. he has like a harem of women oh, yeah, who yeah, go yeah. And fight for him. I like those kind of vampires. Yeah, 
not like the vampires are just like blood hungry like monsters yeah i want them to be like oh you want them to be like very sentient and, like, yeah and have like like uh, like very alluring and yeah to capture women and mm-hmm. stuff um on netflix today dollar jane the virgin season five judy moody and the nut bummer summer the naked director and woo assassins come back tomorrow for some netflix recommendations and freestyle friday thank you for listening goodbye goodbye thank you for listening to destiny pizzas until next week grab a slice and enjoy goodbye